Hello, world, and welcome to the Imperfectus podcast. I am your presenter, Ems. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. So there is a saying that goes, "Cheerfulness is a sign of wisdom." That's definitely what happened. You know, I got rejuvenated、um, when I had a social catch-up last night to the point of like laughing myself throat dry. So I have good news to share. I. Managed to resolve my grave uncertainty from last week, and literally I did it the day after. Could you imagine? It, I think it's a really strange world, but you know, I I just realized I just become more appreciative after such a concrete experience being a little deaf. So what else to share? Supposedly it's Mother's Day again. If you follow my written articles, you all know that I have some mixed notions about arbitrariness of holidays. But people do people, you do you, and to each their own. Who's to stop anyone? Still, I find that I was in a really surly state because I had a sort of passionate insomnia last night. And the neighbors having a karaoke session did not help, but I just realized like I was just revved up with a bunch of dopamine after the call that I made last night and watching some videos about animation history, and to think that my desk lamp really looks similar to the Pixar mascot. So suddenly, like you, I was went on also to watch really blissfully a, a little bit of the movie Isle of Dogs. So wonderful, but it cut off last night because apparently we have a home Wi-Fi cut off time, and it was twelve a.m. and I didn't continue till today. Managed to finish it. It's like afternoon as I'm sharing with the world. So. My mind was just full of ideas, so I can't really get to sleep like that. And literally the night before, I was feeling worse. I was feeling low and flimsy, and so yesterday, like I couldn't do much. I managed to take out words for the article, but I couldn't really get myself to do much after that. And it was rainy too. Today it's dry. It's a sunny start. I got really irked and fidgety to the point I took coffee. I rarely do that, and then I wrote up the podcast scripting, the morning, and then I pretty much just realized like I'm really uncertain where this endeavor will take me. But I think certain things are very high values for me. I don't like an idea of deliberate monetization, but because of a lot of complications to set it up, it's not gonna. Be very soon for that, so you're gonna enjoy some seamless content, you could say. So for now, I'll give like a bunch, a bit of like good consistency for the curious cats out there. So, you know, the ones wondering what's the random lesson this this Sunday. So I can't thank you enough to think. You know, it brings me the most joy when I get feedback that some of my lessons actually resonate with any of you. That's why, well, my mission becomes all more worth it. So today's topic, I decided to dive deeper into the title origins. So basically, it's it's about my whole life, you know, probably that you bring either a sense of empathy or understanding if this podcast here suits you in some way. Hopefully, so there's a saying that goes imperfectly perfect. 
then has a ra- a random well, uh, not random. It's a Latin translation and includes the words imperfectus. So I found a connection to that. I love puns, so I just decided to add e to make it a little bit individualistic or specific. And I tend to avoid the best of anything. I used to be like second place in primary school all the time in my class, as in terms of academics. So it's like avoiding the best, best. So I I also don't like gold colored jewelry and stuff. So I didn't like to see the word perfect at the first, but later on I convinced myself that I'm gonna make it sound. Funny or something, and have many meanings. So, imperfectus is like I just see the phrase imperfectus. So, I realize anyone can go on right and give whatever life advice, spirituality, productivity, and the like. And there's a lot of popular personalities out there, but this one, to me, it's exuberant to know. Like you decide to pick this one, and listen to it. So it have its it has its own particular quirks. So you can work with it. So the backup. To get to the mains of this monologue, literally when I think of imperfectus and identity, I would go back to my first ever drastic considered error in piano performance. Yes, it all started there. Childhood belief resistors. If you read my latest article about belief resistors, so these like childhood belief resistors could like. Impair into a maladaptive attitude later on, and it's extremely hard to try to cure it. What exactly happened? So I was going to play "For Elise" by Beethoven. It was such a classic, classic piece. So I felt that I was at my best, according to my teacher too. I imagined otherwise. So I didn't take into account that there's ticks and complexity that. You know, when reality comes in, when nerves come into the mix, then things are different. So, as I read, like the map is not the territory, or rather, theory is far different than the real world experience or practice. So I remember making a tantalizing error. Only you know your brain is gonna go amplify it, and then it's deeply etched into my memory. So it's. I just imagine I just made this terribly loud and embarrassing mistake. So what else did I remember? I just feel like I let down everybody, and then all of a sudden, like immediately after, like maybe they felt some, I don't know, emotional atmosphere breakdown, and then everyone in the crowd just give me approval, encouragement, and I walk back kind of cold and shocked and shamed. And then later on, I couldn't help it. Every time I play something, I just look for that little error. I don't know if I look for it or it just exists, but it, I always notice it. So I never got like confidence. I you know, I always doubt myself. I remember playing "River Flows in You" and I messed up, and I got a weird effusive exaltation afterwards. So despite my disappointed face and on and on every single piano piece, I was always discontent. And I just felt like that's it. Maybe that's me. Like I'm always gonna make a mistake. So I felt so much resentment. Can't things just never go right? And then the reality is that all, everything I play is just never perfect. Rhythm, I'm just still terrible at it. I have. I used to like banish jazz, and then later on, I had the Stockholm effect 
admiration for it, and I seem to like it now. But then the rhythm and speed are totally beyond me. So I went through grade eight, piano and flute like this. Imagine, every time self criticism. So I would do my flute performances, and I would. There was this one time I did everything right. Cool, right? Except the last note. <laughs> it was crazy, but sometimes I just lose control, and then I mean, miraculously just recover within the within the performance. So these memories play a lot in my experience, and if I think too deeply, relieving living these events. So I would read about people who only like perfect themselves. Or rather, they they could they just manage to perfect themselves through constant practice, or show times. So we have I remember reading about public speakers or comedians doing live performances, and you know that's really the only way to keep doing it and to face the fear until it's normal. Because I get nervous irrationally, so out of an involuntary response. I seem to still, you know, I logically, I could logically convince myself that it won't help to get stressed or whatever. But it's really something on the mind sometimes, and you have to probably, I probably have to do it a million more times to get that optimum like comfortability. This is like a truly tricky issue because it seemed to haunt me for many years. In every area, I tried a new sport, and I couldn't get a hundred percent. If I do clinical practice, I always get it wrong. Even if I study furiously, like enough to recite the steps, but when it's show time, my hands always go the wrong way. So it reminds me of this Neopets game called Yuyu Ball. It's like similar to football, but then there's a type of like playing ball that is called the fairy Yuyu Ball that goes in curves, curved angles. I can when I have that one, I I know I'll lose and. It's a true curveball, so I like also came in terms with myself as an individual. So I learned something called functional medicine. I mention a lot to people who seem to ask for advice for many things, things that there exist conventional, generalized methods of solution, but then it's too generalized to serve other people. So anything like sleep, diet, exercise, goals, and everything like. It really takes self-discovery at the right moment and extent, at how deep the journey you've gone to really know. So my life, this whole life, is full of a lot of indirection, random trajectories, good and bad, thought alike, plenty of errors and inconsistencies. To the point, there's a lot of painful patterns only later realized, and it's hard to tell in advance sometimes. But it's hard to bear with the truth too. So I would imagine ideal entities, whether circumstance or self, and it rarely occurs such a way. You know, as my statistics teacher would say, every day is random. Things can go out of control. And then I remember my physics teacher. Sometimes you have to work without a plan. Darn, <laughs> remember those and still mess up. Or is it part of the whole experience? So continuing. I just seriously want to share. Like it took me a、uh, whole a year and a half to get a straight bow on the violin, and I had a close friend warn me that trying to master things alongside medicine would be hard. But I persisted, so I'm kind of glad I continued.
and things look really, really brighter, high contrast brighter. So I look back with bewilderment how I went through so many falls and scoldings, and I just never got it right. Every week, imagine I just wasn't getting it right. So then, like it was strange because my hands and arms are always foreign to the posture and the culture of the new instrument. So it seemed to have taken its own biding time to build up muscle memory, maybe. And I still play roughly, but I know how it is. Like as in the progress, and I would persist. It's like it reminds me of my time playing flute because I started at eleven years old, but then your memory blurs the entire progress. So I remember really for sure doing a bunch of basic practices and taking a lot of time to get through that. So. It's like every person has their idiosyncrasy, right? You need to know yourself, and then you work with yourself, really like super individually. So, so then I realize also I interpret things differently from people. It costs me sometimes, and it costs people patience and a bit of annoyance. But you know, you try not to take it personally. But it's circumstantial, so that's key. So I know firsthand plenty of like failures. That lead up to the betterment of things, so I have a kind of outstanding hope, an acceptance of several falls, or I rather call it feedback. Of course, having like your expectations complex doesn't really help you because if you worry so much about what what you think others think of you, that will not help. Well, there you have it. Like, I could believe in the most ideal persona possible. But it's like what my unofficial mentor Sivers might relate. Like, say I look up to somebody, I don't really want to meet them in person for some reason because I fear to discover their disdainful humanity, and or I should probably embrace it because I have to do that for myself. So I can't seem to blame myself anymore, and it's pretty bad to stay stubborn, but. It's becoming really clear and clear that you can't have a direct dichotomy of people. You can't be only good, only bad, regular. Literally, like good and bad just exist in the same person, and then they manifest depending on what state you're in, and then the state of your, the self is changeable. So, I'm not gonna like. Make this podcast some kind of monopoly storytelling drive, but then if you know me for in real life, then maybe you just take whatever you like. Like most of all, just benefit from the brain food, the food for thought, new insights, perspectives, other themes alike. Whether or not you empathize with my experience and musings, so it just all reminds of the story of the blind man and the elephant. Like everybody just describes a little part, and it's totally true. But then this large picture is just hard to like, just cover with one attempt. Then, so you, things will take their time, their own pace. Everyone will have their own days. Then you know sooner, some later, sometimes randomly. So, it's similar like, to my like, as similarly as described, describing the my one of my all time favorite novels, Watership Down. The author is like, this is just a book about rabbits, but then yet the story just contains so many themes of wonderful creativity, interpersonal traits, relatable characters, you know, meanings that literary analysts 
literary analyst like me, then I extract so many things. So basically, like you could think of this, like well, this endeavor as some kind of utilitarian or altruistic aspiration. But then my intentions might just reduce to near zero, as in this is just a podcast, you know, that harbors an ongoing self therapeutic meditation of an imperfectless transcending as life goes on, and who wouldn't relate at some point? All right, so that's what I would like to share this Sunday. Thank you for listening, and you shall catch me in the nexus.